It's Jay Who the Prince, aka Rio. And I got my main guy Ty with it, yo. Yo, 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 you already know it's your boy, the real deal, Ty. Wait, nation in the building, real people, real conversations. Let's get it. Oh! And Lee, what it do, baby? Hey, everybody, how y'all doing? Excellent, excellent. And today we got something very, very special for y'all. We got a special guest, Mr. J. Rose. Yeah, what's up, guys? I appreciate y'all for having me on. Excellent, excellent, man. How you feeling? How you feeling? Chilling today, man. You know, it's a, um, it's a subtle Sunday, man, so I'm just catching a little vibe right now, you know? Excellent, man. No doubt. I appreciate you showing us love and showing the wave love. The wave audience appreciates it. Yeah, of course, man. Of course. Like I said, I appreciate y'all for inviting me on, man. You got it, man. You got it. We're going to get right into it. Now, I'm leave, baby. What up? Hey, so I was um, wondering with all the in the black community, how is this traumatic effect affecting our black men? We got three great men on the line, and I was just wondering, let's start with you, Jay. How do you think this trauma is affecting the black men with everything that's going on with the police and everything that we already go through? Um, well, I mean, just for starters, man, um, you know, 2020 has been a, a upside down year for most people, um, aside from the uh, coronavirus, you know, the, uh, the protests and the killing of uh, George Floyd. You know, it's just, um, it's been a twisted year for, for men or, or just people of color. And, um, I feel like uh, a lot of us, a lot of us, man, we, we just kind of looked at the situation like, you know what, man, enough is enough. You know what I'm saying? A lot of this stuff now at this point is just like been put in our face. It's not even like, it's not even making it to the point of like a history book or a he said, she said type of situation. It's just like, you know, you watch the dude scream or just, you know, blatantly say out loud, like, I can't breathe. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody being restricted of, a basic human need being, you know, having that life, um, you know, just taken away from them on camera is just ridiculous, you know, especially by people that are supposed to be protectors of, you know, um, American citizens. I think, um, I think just black people in general, man, we, we're just tired. So how do you think that this is really affecting the black man? Like, how do you think it shows in his everyday life or in his psyche? I think, you know, most black people, most black men, I want to say that to be specific. I think most black men, we um, we deal with, with trauma, so to speak, by trying to, you know, run up a bag. It's in our, it's in our, um, it's in our music. It's in everything that we, that we that we look at you know even entertainment movies and things like the first thing that happens in a in a movie that you would see on like uh let's say minister society or so you know the first thing they want to try to do is like get a bag and get about the hood you know what i'm saying like 
it's ridiculous. You know, a lot of things that we deal with as a as a conglomerate, as a as a species, I'm gonna say it's just black people, but black men definitely because you know the the life of a man in general is is a lot different than that of a you know his female counterpart. You know, we we're only loved so to speak by not saying we're only loved by, but you know, we definitely have to produce in order to receive that love and that, that admiration from, you know, children and women and, and even even other men. So I think uh, you know, for black men, you know, being in America, being oppressed, being oppressed men, you know, we we kinda gotta like go the extra mile. We gotta do other things that are just, you know, traumatizing yeah. in themselves, you know. Yeah. So, Jay, who? How are you handling the trauma? Or what do you do to balance the trauma with everything that's going on? I mean, that's a, that's a great question because, judge by what Jay Jay Rose was talking about, this is something that, if you want to call it a pandemic, this is a pandemic to me, and sure. it's and only it goes generation after generation, and we deem it as normal of what we go through in life because it start as a child. It start as mm-hmm. our in our childhood of how we were raised and grown up, and then when we get older, we had no choice but to look at it as a badge of honor. This is where I right. grew up, and this is what I eat, this is what I have eaten, and this is where I slept. All that stuff is we're not supposed to go through that, you know. And to answer your question, how am I dealing with it? It's exactly what Jay said. Success. I feel as though success kind of alleviates the fact of the reality that we deal with on a daily basis because they say money can't buy happiness i would like to beg to differ but at the same (laughs) 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 but at the the same time i do understand what they're saying you know because it's some rich it's some rich miserable people you know Maybe, maybe maybe they bought everything they could think of you know i haven't i haven't yet so you know like when I money and success makes me ha- happy, you know, it it takes the pain away. It takes the thoughts that hey, it makes me feel as though I can be I can change my reality, you yeah. know. So if I have the finances to change my situation, then in turns I could change the situation around around me with others. So I look at it like a trickle effect. Like if your whole team is successful. Then that's just more than one person being successful, and then more. If one person can touch five people, two people can touch ten, three can touch fifteen or twenty. You just yeah. ex, you keep expanding, and then if everybody is successful, then you can make game-changing things. Just like the couple in, in Georgia who bought the real estate property of a neighborhood, and then they're they're I wouldn't say gentr- gentrifying it, but they are transforming that neighborhood. And it's a, now it's a black-owned neighborhood. So if you keep that process up, hence turns the result comes from success and money, you could then mm-hmm. enact change. So to answer your question, I'm dealing with the trauma. And it, trust me, it's trauma. I still have night terrors. And <clears throat> I don't think they'll go away. But when I get money, I'm just happy, you know? of course of course (laughs) so there is a scientific field called epigenetics which basically states your lifestyle which includes stress can change your genes so how do we recognize or how do you think you can recognize and or combat or 
deal with that situation because the more stress you have, it's going to change your genes, wow. which means it's going to pass on to your next generation. So oh, wow. how can you, what can you do about that? How can you handle that? I think, wow, that's deep, deep as hell. I think, but we, I mean, go ahead, real, 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 go ahead. But I mean, I just want to touch on that, that when she said that, like that can't be taken lightly as far as genes and trauma being passed on through bloodlines and DNA, like that shit is real. And I think that, you know, it's kind of like, it's been bottled up for black men or, or even black people for so long. That's why you know, people deal with it, you know, in various ways that, you know, sometimes could lead to self-destruction. But what was you about to say, Jehu? Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And the fact that it that the, it, it bottles up, which it does, and it will boil over. It will. It may not be in one day, it may not be in two days, it may be in five, ten years. But it does boil over. But I, I say we have to change the narrative. The mm -hmm. narrative of how a black man's supposed to be. Because who who told us how we supposed to be? You know? Cause all of our black leaders and then we all can be a leader. So they've been executed by the enemy and the enemy tells us how we supposed to be. You know? Yeah. They rather have us in tight jeans and skirts. You know? Yeah, mm -hmm. they want us. They want us to be not. They want us to be conformative to how they want to see us as not a threat at all to anything in any competition. But they love us in sports. So yeah, I would say the narrative, the narrative of valuing yourself, having more self love first, because once you have more self love, you you are able to transcend that love to the next person, like your brother or your sister, and then valuing your neighbor more, your brother and your sister, or the next man or the next woman, valuing them more as much as you value you. And then you'll be able to then transcend that to the children that you will then bear. But this whole trap, what they say is trap, because we are in a project. The projects is the projects. We've discovered that now. So if, if some people live in actual projects and some people live in neighborhoods turn hoods. So... They put us in these small areas of living in tremendous poverty and lack of resources and lack of jobs. And then they feed us doctrine through our culture, through our music, like Jay was saying. And then they feed us. The food that they feed us is not healthy for us. So everything that they're giving us is meant to destroy us. Literally. So by, yeah, literally. So by knowing that, I think. The education of us is realizing and being aware of what they're doing will transcend the fact that, hey, I don't have to fall victim to the destruction. Right. But it's hard because, hey, I lived in it. You know what I'm saying? I lived in Cabrini Greens in Chicago, Southside, and that's a high-rise project that they have torn down. Yes, they have. It's the worst place. It's the worst place. And I think we all have experienced it, so that's that shouldn't be a common black experience that we lived in the hood, you know? Most people start off in the hood and start off with one parent. If you had two parents, we feel as though that's like a unicorn. Oh, you had your mom and your dad? Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Right. But sometimes that situation be different. You know what I'm saying? So Big facts. It's, 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 it's how it's, it's in you. I think it's within us. We have to want it because everybody is not built that way. So the ones that are built that way, I think we should be pioneers 
and clear the rubbish, clear the forest, so we can have a clear path. I think that should be a duty because if you look at other races, they look out for their own. You know, you, you ever seen a black person working in a Chinese nail salon? Of course. <laughs> you ain't never seen that, right? You ever seen yeah. a black person work in an Italian-owned restaurant, Mamma Mia's or something? <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> not it. You ain't never seen a black person making a falafel. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, you ever seen that? Nah, but I'll say this: touching on the, um, touching on like the black person working in like a a Chinese or Asian owned like ethnic store. Like I see that, you know what I'm saying? Like where I'm from, like it's nothing to see like a black cashier working in the hood. You know what I'm saying? At a at a um, Chinese like hair shop. You know what I'm saying? Like they own like the the Chinese people, you know what I'm saying? They own it, you know what I'm saying? But the black person being there, you know what I'm saying? Like consulting with the black consumer, you know what I mean? Mm. And uh, I see that. Yeah, I see that. You know what I'm saying? We we got one of those situations down the street from where I stay. You know what I mean? And so um, I think it's it's one of those things where the only way that we can really make a change within the black community is black economic empowerment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we've already been through like the highest ranking position that you can hold in America, you know what I'm saying? Having a black president, like that was a that was a blissful time for America. I remember being, you know what I'm saying, in seventh grade, coming to school with my Barack Obama shirt on, like turnt, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I remember they had the, the shoes too. I remember that. <laughs> the Obama yeah. 23s. <laughs> yeah, really, really. I, like, I remember that, you know what I'm saying? And then like, I also remember the reaction that I got from from like my teachers, you know what I'm saying? Like my um my white math teacher at the time, I'll never forget her, Miss Whaley. She sent me to summer school that year and it was wild. <laughs> she sent me to summer school that year. My grades was on point, but I really feel like I feel like, you know, a lot of that a lot of that tension from that time, you know what I'm saying, with that with that black advancement, you know what I'm saying, that really kinda aided in the fact that I probably went to summer school, you know. And, Really, she ain't, she ain't like the fact that I was like a ladies' man for real. But, that's, <laughs> that's the but, but truthfully, like we've already been like in the highest ranking positions, and you know those eight years have come and gone, and you see what the you see who preceded, uh, well, you see who succeeded Barack Obama, and I say succeeded, you know what I'm saying, very lightly because you know Donald Trump is what he is, you know what I mean? He's not for he's not for black people, he's not for black empowerment, he's not for black advancement you know and it seems like those eight years have been overshadowed so to speak by the by the new regime that we have in office currently so the only way to really combat um any type of uh racial um any type of racial uh suppression that we have in america man is economic empowerment and you know a lot of times you'll see people black men black women in power who who are up, who really do have the bag. I don't want to say they don't deal with black people, but it's like black people as a as a conglomerate, as like a people, we're very lazy. You know what I'm saying? It's like we don't wanna we don't wanna go the extra mile. We don't wanna do this and we don't wanna do that. And I also feel like that comes from us really just being drained with our everyday life. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people can't see no further than their front doorstep and their front doorstep might be in the projects. You know what I'm saying? 
like the the vision that they have for their life, they they really can't see no further than you know what I'm saying like possibly you know what I'm saying like having like a double wide or you know what I'm saying like they can't see themselves being millionaires and passing generational wealth on to their kids or even having kids and, and a stable home like you said earlier like yo you got your mom and your dad you know what I'm saying like right. you a unicorn for real you know what I'm saying and fortunately I have both I have both of my parents and my parents grew up in a very you know, my parents had me young. You know, my parents had me at 17 in high school. You know, my father dropped out of high school, ended up getting his GED. You know, like my mom don't have no type of college education other than community college, you know, courses here and there. But you know, I'm the first one in my family, in my family on both sides to graduate from a four-year university, to be, you know what I'm saying, a licensed professional at 19, awesome. you know, wow. to really, yeah, to really try to like advance myself um, and, and really further like our name, you know, like my family has our own business, but aside from just the business aspect of things, like nobody has even made it as far educationally as I have, you know? And um, so, so in that regard, from having both parents and though my parents instilling those type of values in me, like to go to school, to really try to do and be everything that I can be in America, like I'm the unicorn, so to speak, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So let me ask you this, um, how you were saying that people can't see past their front step and that blacks as a whole or as a society, we're lazy. Now, would you say that that comes from the trauma that we have endured that has been passed down in our genes to cause us to be a more institutionalized Absolutely. culture? Absolutely. I, when I say, I don't, I don't want to say like we're lazy and we're, that's just like a conscious decision. I say it like we're lazy because we've been, we've been dealing with such, I don't know, just strategic suppression. I mean, like strategic um, systemization, so to speak, for like a long time. Like even down to the to the food we eat. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. McDonald's CEO is a white man, but if you go if you go in McDonald's, like it's really ran by like a whole bunch of black people. You know what I'm saying? The McDonald's, the McDonald's franchise business, the franchise building is owned by somebody that's white, but but the consumer demographic, so to speak, is the black community. The food that you eat either gives you life or it diminishes. You know what I'm saying? Like your life. You know what I'm saying? And you eat, you know how you feel after you eat like a big, you know, something big and greasy. You feel lethargic. You know what I'm saying? That's all we're constantly putting in our body. It's just like bad processed foods and. You know, so those type of things, those type of things make us feel, you know, slow and tired, sluggish. You know what I'm saying? You can't think clearly. It's a lot of mental fog if your gut ain't right. And your gut can't be right if you're eating, you know what I'm saying, a burger that won't expire. You know what I'm saying? So, no, that's some, that's some true stuff. So, yeah, even, no. so even, even from the perspective of us being lazy, that's that has been systematically set up for us to fail as well. You know what I'm saying? I think there's a reason why <clears throat> there's a reason why the slave master didn't want us like as black men and women to read. You know what I'm saying? Like you could you would get killed if you was if you got caught reading. You know what I'm saying? Like the more you know, the more you can grow. You know what I'm saying? That's something that, they, that that's something they can never take away from you. It's the things that you know that you withhold in your conscience, you know what I'm saying? Because once you're conscious of something, you can't be unconscious to it. So one of, one of the books that um, I like to reference a lot is Thinking We're Rich 
by Napoleon Hill. And it came out in the 1930s. But if you if you really read that book, it's one of those books that I would put up there like, man, you got to study that book. That book is like the 48 Laws or, or even like the Bible, so to speak. Like if you study that book and you really take that information in and apply it to your life, yeah, your life will go from zero to a thousand in, in every way. It tells you how to think. It shows you like how to use your brain. Like your brain is like a, a very powerful thing. And and white white people know that, you know? And most white people don't. White people know that. So so that show us movies like, you know, Friday, you know what I'm saying? You got Smokey and Dede, and I'm I'm just using this as an example. You got Smokey and Dede, you know, really <laughs> fighting for their life for two hundred dollars. $200 worth of weed, you know what I'm saying? And to the black person, like, yeah, it's a comedy, but you got to look at the the overall picture. You look at, you look at Minister Society, and, and yesterday was my first time ever watching Minister Society, like, front to back. Like, I had seen it, like, as a kid, like, in bits and pieces, but, like, that whole movie is just, like, of course it was put out by some white people, but that whole movie is just, like, toxic in its, in its own regard you know what I'm saying and it really shows like how we live as a black culture the type of things that we're the type of things that we're exposed to the type of things that we allow in our conscience you know what I'm saying like you have to be conscious of the things that you're conscious of or that you consciously put in your you know that you put in your awareness you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and I feel, I feel like that even goes to the music we listen to you know what I'm saying um you know, like, I, I like to listen to, like, a lot of Future and stuff, you know what I'm saying? But I listen to the things that Future says, and you can tell, like, Future is really, like, one of those dudes who came up from, came up from the bottom, came up from poverty and really being traumatized. And the way he combats it is, you know, being emotionally detached from women but still conquering them, you know what I'm saying? He places a lot of value on on materialistic things and if you really look around a lot of black people do that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like i say you really just got to be aware of the things that you put into your awareness because that'll make your life you know right so um yesterday i was reading the um moynihan report which is basically a it was published in 1965 and it kind of covers the um the black man's um how can i put this so it makes sense um it covers um black black trauma but it's mostly focused on the black man and through this conversation like it tells you like what the main findings were like black people were never included in the american dream black men must have employment the black culture is more matriarchal than patriarchal like everything else and that's not set up in the western society but this information gets me to thinking that if this is out here to show how to improve black culture or the black family how is it being used to harm the black family Mm. ty what you got Mm. i mean yeah i i definitely agree um because i'm just like you know with with everything i'm taking everything as i'm saying and it's not nothing light because you know when you say trauma like people just think you know 
it's not many forms of that, but we deal with trauma like uh, in a lot of different ways. Not only when you're on Instagram and you're dealing, you're seeing, you know, mad black men getting their head bashed or whatever, and just laying there in blood, screaming, mommy, ah, ah, like nobody, like, you know, you can't even run in the same neighborhood sometimes. Like, you don't live in, like, even if you live in, sometimes you really can't run around and feel safe, but like, like right. now, like I don't really like when I'm working out or whatever. Like I go somewhere, like I consciously make a decision to not walk into like neighborhoods that I definitely, you not, you know, I don't know nobody there. I never been in that neighborhood. Like, and, and like maybe back in the day, like I'd probably be like trying to explore and shit like that. But now it's just like, damn, like you know, you could go in this neighborhood and then you watch everybody, you know, just get violated by doing that. So um, it's it just get deep. Like it's a lot of. Um, things going on like I even posted um, you know I had seen a post where um, somebody was like um, black men who do we went to and stuff like that and I'm reading somebody saying that basically ourselves like and then even if you've been to anyone it's like you considered a weak or a bitch ass or whatever and they were and that's why so many men like needed therapy since slavery and that's that you know PTSD and trauma from you know then that I think that people still deal with and I don't know um as far as like with the wealth like it's like because you know i see a lot of people with money and i don't i like i think that that it helps certain situations but at the same time it can it can hinder certain situations because like mostly in the ways that we do it like like you know people that's up from you know uh scamming or you know certain things where it's just like but more important more importantly like you know the, the drugs and like you know because i've been watching um what's that shit uh snowfall and it's just like how you see the uh comparison of like you know he was going through money issues so he dealt with the trauma of the, the money issues his mom getting laid off and fired and stuff like that by selling mm-hmm. you know crack but then like it's like what happens when it's like you got the money for that but then like everything that you did you know you're now your your best friends is on it and you know it's, it's really tearing other things apart but you know you dealt with it by you know getting money but you know what happens when you know you do have money like future like you know jay said and you know you still dealing with it in other ways so i don't know it's like you're dealing with it with certain ways but just really my question is like you know what's really you know soothing and really you know healing and what's really you know working that's going you know make it more positive than you know the negative base that it is so who you sounded like you wanted to say something um it's just so deep you know like what we're talking about because (laughs) it's layers to it you know and the percentage of what we're saying is we need people i just want to have people to understand that we're not blanketing a culture everyone you know right when we say black people we're not talking about every single black person because obviously there are different types of people and doing different types of things. I mean, look at us for example. But we're talking about pockets and sections that that affect the majority, you know? And these are situations that needs to be talked about because if you have years and years and years and years of experiencing this, it has years and years and years of effects. You know, people are still dealing with trauma from being a child. 
But imagine the trauma of, of it being legal to publicly kill you, publicly lynch you, publicly set you on fire and have a picnic barbecue under you like it's a fair, like you're at the fair. So what I just said was all true and it's public information. So now that wasn't like 400 years ago. That was less than 100 years ago. So if you got somebody that's 70 years old, they were there. So to say that your grandfather probably 70 years old, you know somebody who's 65, you know somebody in your family or someone that you can still talk to to this day that that was legal to do that to us. But when we do get jobs and be successful, that's a pocket. That's not every single person. So if mm -hmm. you look at how other people are being treated and then you look at us being treated because like the whole lazy black person thing, that was very interesting because that's a stereotype that is put out there towards us, towards everyone. But it's not true. But it's true in the sense that it's a pocket. So there are people that just won't listen. It are people that Jay can drop all the jewels to them. But then you can refer to the scripture, don't cast your pearls before swine. Because they just not built to listen to you. They don't want to listen to you. Just like there was a lot of slaves that was trying to get away. And there was a lot of slaves that was telling on them. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? So Definitely. It's just a pocket of people, you know. It's just a pocket of people. But to look at, look at yourselves, for instance, like growing up, some men grow up single parent home, only their mother raising them. But do we oftentimes ask, how was our mother raised or what traumas did she go to that trickled down to us? And then right. the men who have slept with the moms, maybe it could have been the one night stand. He out of there. What's in his genes? What passed down to you? So we don't know. But I will say this as a um, something different because I looked into it. My family, I grew up single parent home, um, the worst of the worst, right? I know there's always somebody worse. But I never knew my dad. Never knew him. But uh, my mother and her side of the family, I'm nothing like. So... I always wondered where do I get this ambition from where do I get this intelligence from where do I get me from it obviously got to be on my father's side but then recently I want to say what a year or two ago I found them I found them and then I connected with them and then turns to find out I'm nothing like them either so it gave me the question like is it me the change that I decided to do, is it within us all along? Like, we don't have to be succumbed to the doctrinated things that they want us to be. Just like Jay, Jay, Jay Rose, he sound like he's a different type of brother. He's different, but it sound like his environment was supposed to make him like everyone else. So it's like we got ourselves out the matrix, so to speak. Are we a bunch of Neos? Right. I really think, I really, I just want to add on to it. I really think it just come down to like um, a different way of thinking. You know what I'm saying? Like the way you perceive things. Like I was around the riffraff as a kid too. You know what I'm saying? But whenever the riffraff was jumping off, like I was always the dude to just, you know, 
be intuitive enough to to kind of like have foresight to, to see the situation play out before it actually played out. You know what I'm saying? That's a gift. Like, Big yeah, for yeah, the bigger picture, that's a gift. Yeah, you gotta see the bigger picture of things, and you know, saying that that thing has really guided me in so many different ways. Like, you know, like I remember being in a situation where, you know, like I'm hanging out with some dudes who get into it. You know, what I'm saying, and something just kind of tell me, like, all right, bro, you know, what I'm saying it's time to check out the situation, and I do. And then two hours later, I get a phone call. One of the dudes then got shot. Another dude, he, you know, saying he detained, he on a federal bond type situation. It's like. Like I was right there in proximity, you know what I'm saying? I was right there within, you know, touching distance of these dudes, you know what I'm saying? Wow. And then, and then I, I want to touch on what Ty said too. Like, you know, when when men, when black men, you know what I'm saying? Like, who do we vent to? Like, we really don't have anybody to vent to. You know what I'm saying? Like, we really do vent to ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Like, whenever we see things that are just traumatizing or just, I don't know, just negative in that in every regard you know what i'm saying like who do we really have to go to for closure about those things that we hold in our awareness now because like i said once you're once you're aware of something you can't be you can't be unconscious to it now you know what i'm saying unless something something happens like mentally you know what i'm saying like you just start mm -hmm. you know but who do we have to vent to you know what i'm saying nobody and even if we look at it from the perspective of you know like black health if you go to a hospital and you're a black person and this is like i think statistically proven right if you go to a black if you're a black person you go to a hospital or you have a white doctor you know they're not going to treat you as i want to say as good but you know like the the amount of care or just the type of care that you receive from a white counterpart as a black person you know it's not going to be the same as if you know you you have a black doc you have a black doctor who you know what i'm saying who's like really caring for you and that's and that's in a physical health sense, right? So imagine, so imagine being a black man and, and you having um, a white therapist. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can only imagine what type of mental negligence you may receive in that regard. You know what I'm saying? Like, they probably just there to, to to take your money for real, for real. So who do we have to vent to? You know what I'm saying? I like to, I like to try to pin out my thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Like how I feel. I just like to get them down on paper, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of express myself in that regard. And then, you know, as as days, weeks, months pass by, like I might refer back to it just to see, you know what I'm saying? If my observations may have changed from what I was feeling at that time, you know what I'm saying? And if it hasn't, I just kind of elaborate, elaborate on it even more, you know what I'm saying? So I think even, even in that regard, you know, um, we really don't have like a lot of people on our side. So right. I want to say this too. I want to. I want to add on this, and I'm gonna I'm close it. But I don't think your spouse is supposed to be a therapist. You know, like I feel like a lot of, and I've seen this before. Like a lot of black women feel like, oh, like you shouldn't vent to me, or like, well, maybe you want to vent to me, but do you really want to know the mental sludge I'm dealing with? You know what I'm saying? As a black man in America, because that's that's some heavyweight. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you never want to. You never want to. As a dude, I, I want to say as a dude in general, I don't even want to put a race on it, but you never want your woman to see you down, you know what I'm saying? Because they may they may question her ability to to be led by you. Yeah, right. I'm going to have to interject. I'm going to have to interject. Right, because right, right. that's right. going to be a matter of the partner that you chose. 
I'm gonna say you fucked up when you chose your partner if at any point you don't feel like you can express your feelings to her and you feel like she's gonna think you're weak men are people too men get down men have feelings men feel weak sometimes that does not make them weak and if your partner sees you like that at any given point and is not there to help you up you chose wrong yeah that's a fact but that doesn't I I definitely agree with that but like you chose wrong but that that's not to discredit the fact that it happens you know what I'm saying that's not to discredit the fact that that's the reality for some people you know what I'm saying? Because that does happen. But like you said, it just goes back to the fact that you chose wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I want to add too, like, I just think that it's a difference between, you know, awesome. telling your feelings and then, you know, really letting them know, like, everything that you're dealing with. Like, I think I think it's a big difference. Yeah. Well, I will agree with that. I'm, I must say, this is, this is like fucking juicy as shit right now. But... <laughs> <laughs> What he, he J Rose, you proposed an excellent conversation, and we got to speak up because the Wave Nation family and our listeners, um, a lot of black women has their f- arms crossed right now, looking sideways right now. Wow. So, so we got. So you know what I'm saying? We gotta, we gotta, um, we gotta elaborate on this. But um, I must say, like for, like it's like exactly what you said, anomaly, it, how you have chosen. You know what I'm saying? I was fortunate enough to have chosen uh, a, a beautiful, strong queen, but that's the that's the model. You supposed to have the teamwork, you know what I'm saying? If you want to say king mm-hmm. and queen, king and queen are meant to conquer together. So yeah. you supposed to vent to your queen. You supposed to vent to her, and that would be the person that knows you intimately, knows your secrets to help rebuild you when you are down, because they have yes. foresight that we don't have all the time. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, when I talked to my wife and when I actually started listening, like, for real, for real, I'm like, I would say it would have saved me a lot of time and trouble. So they're not the weaklings or they're not the ones that are tear us down. See, we see that a lot with immature people in the wrong relationships. You see what I'm saying? Because they also yes. need they also have trauma, too. You know what I'm saying? Because the world changed their minds to believe that the black man is worthless. The black man is only there to give you a baby and the white person or the white systematic system like welfare medicaid and all that stuff like that is step in to take care of our black women that's that's not true so if they if they put the image out there that we are not valued they're questioning like why do i even need you and if we placate to the culture like fuck this bitch fuck that whole money over bitches stuff like that when people say that the first woman they think of is is a black woman yeah, that's a fuck. So it's just like black women hold they've been holding us down from the beginning. And black women are held in a high regard in all natural light. So if you go to even like different countries, you go to Brazil, they have a parade every year that placates to the glorified glory of the black woman. So they walk around, they carry big statues of black women. There's huge statues of the black family. The black family is the stronghold supposedly but it is but that's what's being tore down so our women hears us they hear our cries they talk to us they supposed to encourage us they supposed to ignite a fire in us and they supposed to mm-hmm. hear what we're saying and heal and heal us while we're talking to them but most people get into relationships at a very very young age so both the people are not developed like you're supposed to be so right yeah. now you sound very elevated jay so if you get okay. with a woman that's not on the intellectual level that you're on, it's only going to frustrate you every time. 
Yeah. Right. They're not going to have the same goals. They're not going to have the same vision. The woman's supposed to be help you be a visionary. She's supposed to see your vision mm-hmm. and help you accomplish it. Do whatever it takes to help you get there because at the end of the day, it's going to benefit the whole family. Yeah, yeah so it's two thrones. They sit together. They sit yes, together. And I need... Women need to understand that we're not saying that your only job is to support him and his feelings. You can make your own empire as well, but you two do it together is what we're saying. We're not saying, oh, women, your only job is to support the man while he goes out and do everything. That is not it. No doubt. See, like, when you're in a relationship right now, you got to ask yourself, what's the purpose of this relationship? Especially when you're at a certain age. And if you had the foresight to see where you're going. So is this a waste of time? Are you going to build with this person? Or this person? How, how can y'all help each other together? Because what you're helping is the future generations that you're going to have when you have your children. So that's why when Anomaly said you choose wrong, that's where we get a lot of baby mamas and baby daddies from. Amen. Yeah, true that. True that. Are you in a relationship right now, Rose? No, nah, I'm actually, um, I'm really just focused on myself right now. You know what I'm saying? Really just trying to, trying to bring my visions to life. You know what I'm saying? Manifest that right now. I ain't really, ain't really locked in with nobody right now. Fantastic. But I know that, I know they're on your heels though. Because <laughs> he said he's a ladies man. I mean, honestly, everybody got options. You know what I'm saying? So, I got, you know, yeah, you know. <laughs> So what? What oh, is so the, humble. Right, right. I know, right. So what do you, <laughs> what you do finally want to um, get back in the game? What kind of woman or description that in a woman that you will be looking for? Uh, first and foremost, man, God fearing. You know, I um, I, I value my relationship um, that I have with Christ, man, and so I would want her to do the same. You know, awesome. I, uh, I'm not really a lazy dude. And when I say lazy, I, I want to touch on this because I said it earlier. I, I'm not a lethargic dude. I'm full of, I'm very animated. I'm full of energy. You know what I'm saying? I'm very just goal-oriented. Like, I might be sporadic with, with my with my movement sometimes, but when I'm in the mood to, when I'm in the mood to go, I'm going to go until I'm not going to go no more. You know what I'm saying? So I would want her to be a go-getter. I would want her to be goal-oriented. I would want her to be focused. Um... I would want her to be pure too. I don't mean just pure in the sense of like physicality, but it's more of a mental state. You know what I'm saying? Like hold yourself to a higher regard, not to be out here just you know what I'm saying popping pussy. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Well, we that's a that's a nice woman. That's a nice girl. Nice girl to bring home yeah. to mom. You know? Yeah. Notice I ain't really give too much on the, on the physicality, man. I'm, you know, it's more of a mental mental thing at this point you know what i'm saying oh so the physicality is not as important as all the other stuff nah nah because i know too many i know way too many beautiful you know what i'm saying looking women you know who are just just that you know what i'm saying they have no substance about themselves you know what i'm saying yeah gotcha. mm-hmm. gotcha. yeah so I'm, I'm past that phase of my life man good good because it sound like you don't have an only fans account no, heavens <laughs> <laughs> Very good, yeah. sir. Very good, sir. <laughs> and I'm, let me say this. I'm not knocking anybody who do that, you know what I'm saying? But nah, that just ain't for me, you know? What do you say to the women who um love, who who worship the WAP anthem? 
but also oh, also <laughs> also want the benefits of a husband such as ourselves like they want the benefits of all the good qualities in a man but they they still want to be um whopping it out there no let's say hot girl summer because whopping it's not wrong with the wop but let's just say <laughs> hot girl <laughs> summer in, you know get the wop you heard Yo, yo, let me say this, yo. The WAP is it's necessary, you understand me? It's been, <laughs> you gotta have that. But the thing is, you know what I'm saying, it can't be for everybody. You know what I mean? That gotta be exclusive. That gotta be exclusive for, you know what I'm saying, King Corn, man. I can't have I can't have my man's down the street knowing you know what I'm saying, what your WAP was like, you know what I'm saying? If you want me to put the rock on it. See, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, so nah. Everybody done test drove the car, but you bought it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it ride nice, though. But it ride nice, though. Kids, I'd be happy, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm a sporty dude, so I like the stick shift, man. She could get in the gearbox real heavy, man. You know what I'm saying? We'd be all right. <laughs> but sometimes it'd be kind of crazy, though, because you know she's good, but her past. But a lot of girls say, don't give a fuck about my past. Like, it's about the future. It's about the present. You know what I'm saying? What do you say to people, women who's talking like that? If you want me to be honest, man, I say I'm more masculine than anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if I'm keeping it a thousand, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I feel like every woman wants to wants to be with a dude that she can learn from. You know what I'm saying? But don't no dude want to learn no sexual type of nothing from from his shorty especially like yo you learned this from like who taught you this you know what i'm saying like you this <laughs> kanye <type>? taught me <laughs> that's just the truth you know what i'm saying maybe it's some bias in it but it's you know it's just how we wired you know what i'm saying but that's true though because they'll be like well bias men can that. be whores men can <laughs> <laughs> you know so that's men can right. be whores men could do all this stuff but they want the woman to be virgins Man. And that's the funny thing. They want women to be virgins, but they want them to be freaky with them. So, I mean, you can't get that. That's not completely true. I, I got to, I, I can, no, that's not completely How's she going to be a, re- a virgin and a freak at the same time? Explain that I, to me. I'll teach her how to be a freak. You know what I'm saying? I want her to be tailored to me. <laughs> you know I want her to be tailored to me. I want her to be wired to my life. You know what I'm saying? Not the life of what she learned from some dude she was just swinging with. Like, nah, that's not. Nah. See, so you have so many conditions. Okay, so it can't be some dude she was just fucking with, but she got freaky with the guys that she was dating for long periods of time. And she's had, let's say, let's give her a number. She had five long-term relationships, and she learned a lot in those five relationships. Is she off the table for you? I mean, if I'm being honest, I'm really not even in the market right now to be... Yeah, okay, you can't answer that. That's why you're saying you're not in the market, because you should never answer the question. <laughs> I'm going to answer the question. I'm going to answer the question. <laughs> On my right now, so I'm really not in the market right now for all of that, right? But I'll say this: if she had five long-term relationships, you know what I'm saying, and she she sexually inclinated, I want to say, you know, I'm, it would just depend on what she, you know, what I'm saying, what her mind is, you know, what I'm saying, because like I said, I'm past the physical part, you know, what I'm saying, at some point you got to get out the bed, you know, what I'm saying, I really want to know like what her mind is, you know what I'm saying? Where is she spiritually, you know what I'm saying? Where does she see herself, you know what I'm saying? Can she see herself being with me? Can I see her, you know, assimilate into what I have going on to my life, what's going on in my life, you know what I'm saying? So it's not just, like, sex isn't a deal breaker for me, you know what I'm saying? But 
you know, you got to factor those type of things in, you know what I'm saying? How compatible are we, you know what I mean? I'm going to let you say you played it safe, and I'm going to let it go. We <laughs> <laughs> don't know who you're talking to, Jay. Yeah, <laughs> he, really, I, he really doesn't, know, but it's funny. <laughs> it's, all right, how about this? Curveball, curveball. So, Jay, you say if you meet this woman, right? Okay. And... She's everything that you describe. Everything. And she not trying to have sex real fast. She into the Lord. And she she started her own business. You know what I'm saying? And she's compatible to the vision that you have and where you want to go in life. You know what I'm saying? So okay. you've been talking to her for a while. You know, then y'all dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> So you like, yo, so I'm really feeling her. You know what I'm saying? Y'all want to take it to the next level. Y'all never been intimate together. You know what I'm saying? So you you really know her for her. And she and a bonus, bonus, she looks good too. She looks good too. But What's the curveball? The cur- <laughs> right, right. She got a pass. Here's the curveball, sir. You, she got you, the watch. You finally see, you finally see her ID, and it has an M next to sexuality. Oh come on, man. <laughs> that, that is not a curveball I was expecting. That is not. You know, I was expecting for you to tell me the box was trash. Yo, but what? But she's everything that you you wanted, oh, though. That's not a she, my bro. <laughs> 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 and, and, and at that point, that now I know that she's a dude. Like we really might have to war it out for a hot second. Like well, you got me bent, bro. Like, <laughs> Y'all both can play 2K. What are you saying? <laughs> Away from okay, let me, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Yeah, I can't. I can't. The 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 kingdom that I'm bring, that I'm building, I can't pass that on with this person. You know what I'm saying? Like they're wasting my time. Like I can't. She, it can't bear me any children. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So that's mm-hmm. that's a fruitless uh that's a fruitless relationship right there. You know what I'm saying? Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. I like that. I like that answer. That is true, you know what I'm saying? Even though they be like adoption, but adoption doesn't come directly from you, or they say you can get a surrogate. But um, that was just a, just a curveball, though. I just want to have a little fun. But um, <laughs> yeah, I missed that one too. <laughs> I thought we all had it, right? <laughs> I thought you were gonna say the boxers crash. That's a, nah, that's uh, what I was you can work too, on the like... you can work on the box. You can work on yeah, that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Yeah, you can definitely work on that. But um. <laughs> Like to you, Terrell. Like if you, in your relationship right now, I'm gonna put you in a hot seat. You've been dealing with your relationship for quite some time. You know what I'm saying? What, what do you see yourself gaining from the time frame? And how much time are you gonna have before you actually take it to the next level? I mean, I think it's relative. Like I mean, cause. Like, the next level, I guess, in every day's world would say, like, the ring, is, is, I guess that's what you're referencing, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's coming. Like, I think that, you know, time would tell, but, you know, but because of time been there, you know, you know, it's definitely coming. Like, uh, like uh, Jay is the position, like, you know, you off the market. I was off the market for a minute, and, you know, I had, you know, my fun, so. I know what I want to buy. And, well, not buy in the sense of you know, you know, as in property, but you know what I mean. Like I know, I, I know what ring I want to buy. That's what I want. So. 
do you feel as though you can vent to her i mean yeah like you can like i definitely feel like i can vent um because and i and i have and i do but at the same time like i said i think it's a difference because i don't you know put like i could say yo i ain't feeling right right now like i i boom 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 but it ain't gonna be like a list of you know the 30 things that's on my mind today like word for word verbatim like i don't i don't see that why because like that that's the whole thing where you know you don't want them and and she's strong of course like she's definitely strong but definitely like i don't i don't see myself like i feel like you know that's a lot of weight to put on somebody else like that's like you know like even to my mother, like if I ain't tell my mother all my problems, then you know if, if it's a female that I love, like I don't feel like you know I should put everything on my mind because I know how they are. Like they gonna think on that shit ten times, thousands, like worse than you know whatever I'm thinking on, and I'm figuring out how the way to deal with it. But sometimes they just may be thinking in my mind. They're thinking you know just on the fact that you know that's what I'm dealing with versus you know while I'm you know I'm dealing with it but even if I tell you about it it's like I'm still thinking about how to deal with it versus that I'm dealing with it and I don't want them to get caught up in that trap and whatever else they're dealing with gotcha the reason why I asked you that too as well because I want everybody in the Wave Nation audience to kind of get a deeper idea of where I'm going with this so sometimes I feel as though we may not give them enough credit and to what they can bear and what they can't bear. I mean, for God's sakes, they, they can bear children. Like, that's, yeah. pain, that's painful. But at the same time, to give a little background. Can I give some background, Terrell? Or that's, that's off limits for you? Uh, It just depends because you know, I'm real private, man. You're real I, private. I, like what my, she does, my, my what she does for a living. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. All right, so Terrell's current girlfriend is, um, let you, I'm going to let you say it. What, what does your current girlfriend do? She, uh, she like, it's, I don't want to get it wrong because I'll be saying it wrong, but basically she just a, a, a therapist for, you know, people that, you know, maybe, you know, thinking about committing suicide or going through family issues. So her career is oh. to stop people, talk people suicide. and deal with their trauma and take on their, their pressure of, for yeah. them not to commit suicide. So... Yeah. Terrell doesn't vent to her because he feels as though she may not be strong enough to handle his situations. Why? Because you ever heard of the straw? Like, it, it ain't even a straw that broke the camel back. It's just more of, like, okay, I feel I like that, that energy transference. Like, I can see it. Like, when you're dealing with that shit and you all you hear that shit is all day, weeks on, weeks in, weeks out, whatever. Like, you hear that for a lot. So, like, with me, like, I don't want to be added on to that. Like, I don't want to be like, you know, okay, you dealing with all of that. You talking those people out. So, you know, I ain't on the verge of, you know, committing suicide or whatever like that. So, it's just like, you know, shit. Like, I tell you, look, I ain't feeling right today. I, I boom, boom, boom. But I'm just not going to give you the rundown. Like, gotcha. I but think you understand. Go ahead, Anomaly. Her as a therapist... Her job is not to tell you what to do. It's more so to get you to think in a different way and or ask you questions to give you different options of what you can do to handle what you're going through. So she is based, you're answering your own questions. You're finding your own way. She's just asking you questions to get you there. I think it'll bring y'all closer too. 
I I dig that. I dig all that. I dig all that. But at the same essence, like if like you know, how many how many times can somebody tell you something is wrong before you feel like they complain? That's a perception. If you, yeah, you if you know that person, you know what complaining is for them and what it's not. If it's something that's seriously going on with them, you know that or you can see that. If it's just you stuck up and you just don't want to deal with nobody and they saying something and you just don't want to hear it and it's serious to them but it's not serious to you to you complaining I think you need to know who you're dealing with a little bit more I think she sounds like she sounds great but you need to figure out who you're dealing with a little bit more and what she can handle yeah Mickey off awesome Awesome. <laughs> I want to I say this. I want to say this, right? So, look, my godmom is a therapist, and she deals with, like, um, like kids who basically deal with trauma. You know what I'm saying? Like, parents, you know what I'm saying, be on drugs. Parents died. Watch their dad kill their mom. They kill his son. Yeah, yeah. Shit, like, shit like that, right? Damn. And so she be dealing with, like, these little kids and things. And so I asked her, like, like how do you protect your energy you know what I'm saying? Like when you're when you're listening to these cases of these kids, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it's right. not, and, it, and, and I gotta give I gotta tip my hat off to, to to therapists, man, because you know, like as humans, you know what I'm saying? Like we're susceptible to the emotions of other humans. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so, so for your for your for your queen to be out here, you know what I'm saying? Like preventing people from taking their lives and just like. Yeah, I tip my hat off to it. So I want to say this, right? I want to say this. It, I want to, I want to kind of take it back to what I was saying earlier. Like, once you're aware of something, you can't be unaware of it. Right. So if right. if her protector, if if her protector is feeling down, or if he's feeling, you know, what I'm saying like stressed about something, she's gonna take that that stress on a lot more easily than she would with a client because she's not emotionally involved with her client. You know what mm, I'm saying? Like, mm. off, off the muscle, she already got Tyrell's energy. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure they, you know what I'm saying, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's the energy exchanging that. And if he goes and vents to her, not saying that it makes him weak or anything because it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Right. He goes and he, he expresses his, his doubts, his fears, his stresses, his pressures to his woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can, not saying she can't, but... As a woman, I want you to answer this. How would that make you feel as as a woman? You know what I'm saying? Like you're going to your man for safety. You're going to your man for protection, for guidance, to be led by. Like, how would it make you feel just knowing that, okay, these things that he looks like he has under control are really making him feel, you know, down, depressed, or stressed, or just frustration and pressure. You know what I'm saying? Because once you're aware of it at this point, once she's aware of it, if he makes her aware of it, mm-hmm. she can't be unaware of it. And she's going to feel it a lot more because this is the person that she's choosing to build her life around. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Okay, now, for me, if the person that I'm dealing with is stressed, then I feel like it is, it's just who I am to come take some of that pressure off. I'm not trying to solve his problems. I'm not trying to do anything but relieve that pressure. If it's just somebody to talk to, if it's just some things to kind of clear his head with, um, if he needs me to help guide him, I am there for that. That does not make him any weaker in my eyes. It doesn't do anything like that. If anything, it just says that this is weighing heavy on him and he needs a little help. 
That's it. I definitely understand that. And I, and I also, you know, I, I like to do like a lot of reading. I forgot where the book this was from. I read it like a few years ago, but it was like when women, um, when women can't be led by that woman. I mean, when women can't be led by that man, you know, saying like the mothering instincts kick in. You know what I'm saying? Like they want to start nurturing. They want to start, you know, like I, I, what what would I say women do? Like. For, for their children just I want to say providing the most feminine way that they can right but providing for your man in a feminine way I feel like that's where a lot of problems stem from with with relationships like I was saying earlier like your woman isn't supposed to be your therapist you know what I'm saying because at some point she's gonna feel like she's babying you or she feel like she's sunny you know what I'm saying like your woman needs to be taken care of, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like as a man, the things that don't kill you, you know what I'm saying, the pressure that you feel, the stresses that you feel, once you overcome it, it just makes you stronger as a person, you know what I'm saying? Because we're all still out here growing and evolving, you know what I'm saying, as as conscious individuals, you know what I'm saying? But the pressures that we feel on Monday, once we overcome them by, you know what I'm saying, Friday, it just makes you stronger for the next, for the next obstacle, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. But I was. But say is that, that view? Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, baby. You go. I was going to say, is that view of individual when you're in a marriage or a partnership like that? Is that view of individuality hindering the growth as a couple? Mm. Mm. Goddamn. Um, I think that's a good question, and I, and I think it's kind of. I really think it's contingent upon every every circumstance, like. Um, I feel like every every situation is gonna be different. You know what I'm saying? Like a regular Joe and Blow, a regular, you know what I'm saying, Bonnie and Cloud situation and a regular not regular, but Jay Z and Beyonce situation is gonna be different because the pressures are different. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. I feel like um I feel like pressure could definitely, you know what I'm saying, bring y'all closer together if it's the same type of pressure, you know what I'm saying? But a woman, mm-hmm. a woman can never understand what it's like to be a man, just the same way a man can never understand what it's like to be a woman. You know what I'm saying? So I won't, mm-hmm. I won't bring my masculine problems to my feminine woman. You know what I'm saying? Although, although my woman will, she will probably most likely bring her feminine problems to me as a masculine man. But you know, that's a, that's just the dynamic in between the two sexes. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with. You know what I'm saying? Like. The things that I'm dealing with as a man, like, I'm going to, like, not saying put it on my woman, you know what I'm saying? But you know, if, it, if I, you got to know your partner, too. If I know something that she can't necessarily help me with or kind of coach me on, like, I'll deal with it myself, you know what I'm saying, the best way I know how to. And I, I don't mean just, like, deal with it myself. Like, I'll seek counsel from somebody else. But, you know, I think that the end of the day is getting, overcoming an obstacle, you know what I'm saying? And, just keeping everything cool and kosher right, with the right. household. I would say, because um, what you're saying is is it's growth in real time. Yeah, in real life. In real time. But, because like, cause me being married or whatever, like, we we went through a lot. And I would say to, to answer all of our questions, I think they're in the relationships, I'm speaking from personal experiences, answer D. Because you need each other to be everything to each other you know what i'm saying so because at one point it was like i was too ambitious right and she couldn't i won't say she couldn't but it was i didn't see or give her the credibility to know that she could 
run with me. You see what I'm saying? I'm running multiple yeah. companies. My career is soaring. You know what I'm saying? I'm around all these successful people worldwide, international businessmen. You know what I'm saying? She's looking like, wow, is he? Is, did he take off too far? What are we going to talk about? You see what I'm saying? But mm. at, at the same time, you look at like the the pros and cons of the relationships. You know what I'm saying? Because like you said, the women when she having women issues, because I have daughters. You know what I'm saying? So I don't get into too many details about what the woman anatomy and stuff they go through. You know what I'm saying? That's why that's her job. You know what I'm saying? I know about it. I provide for it. What you need. But I'm not going to go into the, the details with them to act like I understand it and care enough yeah. to, to understand it. But then also with the man stuff. But when I'm sick, you know what I'm saying? That's where her maternal instincts kick in. Oh, baby, you okay? You'll be okay. Make me some soup. Make my favorite sandwich. Cut the crust off. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's her maternal instincts kicking in. I need that, too. So then when we want to be intimate, I need my woman. I need my queen. I need that, too. You know what I'm saying? Then when shit get rowdy or I mean, I'm railed up, I need my coach. You know what I'm saying? My pep talk. You can go out there and conquer the world, baby. You got this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like it's answer D to me. It's all of the above. So we got to know which hat to put on and how to fluidly move through the relationship and because you know your mate. Right. So I, yeah. I would say that to the question. So so we before we wrap up, any last things you want to say, Rose? I want to say um, to anybody out there, any person of color who may be dealing with any type of uh, pressures, you know, any childhood traumas, any, any current pressures, you know, I know the pandemic has probably, you know, set a lot of people back. If anybody out there is just feeling down, depressed, I want them to stay encouraged. You know, if they can seek help professionally, you know, I don't want anybody to feel like they got to go through life alone. You know what I'm saying? I feel like as a human, we're not supposed to go through life alone. We're, we're dependent upon other humans for our survival, for our success. So, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. in order for you to be successful, in order for you to not even survive, because survival mode is a very stressful state, in order for you mm -hmm. to really live your life, in order for you to thrive, you know, be the best that you can be, you know, go out there and seek help, you know what I'm saying? And uh, really just aspire to be the best that you can be. Invest in yourself, invest in your knowledge. You know? Awesome. Hold positive things in your consciousness, you know? No doubt. Well spoken. Well spoken. Real deal? Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. It just got me, you know, on some self-reflective type thing because, you know, it just make you think, you know, personally and stuff like that. Wow. Uh, I know coming up in a, in a, you know, black one, uh, my mother, like, you know, my mom raised me and my brother, like, single parent household. So, like, I seen, like, you know, even as a kid, like, she kind of handled the things, like, really good. Like, things that I figured out that she was dealing with now is even more the reason why I, like, I think that it's, like, it's cool to, uh, it's not even cool. I don't want to say that the word is cool, but it was the, I, I admire her strength and going through those things and, like, holding it down. Mm. But, like, mm -hmm. but now is the reason why it's just, like, you know, I feel like, you know, she held those things down, then, you know, why, why would I go to my woman or my mom to, you know, put those pressures right back on her the things that she was dealing with so i think that is part of trauma and i think that you know not only me but it's probably other people that think that way and you know i think that we should you know look into that you know more and definitely recognize you know that our counterparts can you know be our better halves you know as long as we you know allow it but that is a part of trauma where we block it out and we do other things to make sure that you know 
you don't got to see that side of stuff. So, wow, that's not. wow, good job. That's that's growth right before our eyes, no doubt, no doubt. And anomaly. Um, I just want to say to black men that it does not threaten your masculinity or to feel that you need help. You're not going to be called crazy. You shouldn't feel like you'll be called weak. You don't have to overcompensate and be hyper-masculine to ask for, to receive help. It's okay. That was well-spoken. Very good. Very good. Very well-spoken. And there you have it. Who the black man vent to? You got you. You got your answer. I am Jay Who the Prince, a.k.a. Rio. And this is Wave Nation. You've been tuned into the motherfucking best. <laughs> sure.